Dedicated to the survival of American democracy in an increasingly dangerous world, this is Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney, acted as Assistant Secretary of Defense for International Security Policy under President Ronald Reagan, founder and president of the Center for Security Policy in Washington, D.C., the go-to man for defense and foreign policy issues, joined by the greatest minds in the security policy business, the special forces in the war of ideas at Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney. Welcome to Secure Freedom Radio. This is Frank Gaffney, your host and guide for what I think of as an intelligence briefing on the war for the free world. A man I have had the great privilege of serving alongside of for many years in the course of that war, both in government and outside of it, is, I'm very pleased to say, our guest for a full hour of very important conversation. He is Ambassador Henry Cooper, a man who has served his country in the uniform of the United States Air Force, served as a civilian in the Air Force as well in the Pentagon back in the day. He went on to a number of other very important positions, including serving as an ambassador to the defense and space talks under President Reagan, having served for a time as an assistant director of the Arms Control and Disarmament Agency. And then, if all that weren't enough, he became the first civilian director of the Strategic Defense Initiative Organization during the George H.W. Bush administration. He has, ever since leaving government, um, continued to contribute mightily to the public policy debate about national security, most especially drawing on his experience with the uh, Defense Department, uh, the military, uh, nuclear deterrence, uh, and not least, of course, missile defense, contributing mightily, among other ways, through the superb organization uh, established by a mutual friend of ours, Lieutenant General Danny Graham, called High Frontier. Well, you get the picture. I could go on and on about Hank Cooper, but we're going to stop so we could hear from him a little bit. Henry Cooper, it's great to have you back. Mr. Ambassador, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Frank. It's been a long time. We've been friends together. and We've seen a lot of changes in the world. And I want to especially say this morning, I know we're going to talk about other things first, but you know, it's good to remember Ronald Reagan's speech you know, 35 years ago today and our involvement in that world that uh, he created, actually, uh, I think was one of the prime movers in uh, ever since. Well, we're going to come back and d- deal with that at great length in the course of this hour. And thank you for your generous time. But I did want to talk about, first and foremost, the uh, incredibly exciting news announced uh, late yesterday by, of course, tweet from Donald Trump. Namely, that H.R. McMaster, a man I have um, criticized frequently, I think deservedly, as the national security advisor, will be laying down that position's responsibilities on the 9th of April, and they will be assumed by an old and dear mutual friend of ours, Ambassador John Bolton. And I just wanted to invite you, Hank, as a a serious player in the national security arena yourself for decades, um, to to just, you know, express uh, your thoughts on what this change means, in particular, what a Bolton role in the national security firmament at this moment in time might portend. Well, 
I, I think it, he will add a tremendous boost to uh, those of us who are very concerned about, uh, you know, our foreign policy issues, but also our national security issues. Uh, Frank, you know him better than I. I think you knew him uh, as a young buck up on Capitol Hill as well. And, uh, you know, he's been an active participant in our national security matters ever since. He's played important roles. Uh, he will be very knowledgeable on our issues and more to the point, I think. I, if I think for a while, I'll think of something I disagree with him on, I suspect, but because I have a hard time agreeing with everybody on everything. But in uh, any case, I really look forward to John's uh, addition, to, uh, not only uh, to activities within the White House, but as you well understand the national security advisor uh, has a great uh, open uh, relationship with the president. If he has a great open relationship with the president, and I believe John will have that, will have uh, enormous influence not only in his uh, ideas that he presents to the president, but communicating the president's decision. And I'm sure you'll be loyal to uh, uh, to the president and carrying out uh, you know his wishes and i think trump's instinct in this field are, are are dead on on many issues that i care very much about so i i'm really looking forward to john's active participation uh, going forward yeah hank again let me take advantage of the fact that you have served in the senior most ranks of uh, the us government uh, to to just tease out that point because i think it's so important this is a man who is not simply advising the president uh, day in and day out, uh, the national security advisor, but he is an incredibly important traffic cop uh, inside the cabinet uh, for the kinds of policy recommendations you and I have both lived through. In fact, we've engaged sometimes on opposite sides, as I recall, but mostly on the same side, but engaged nonetheless in the internal struggles over policy within the uh, the various departments involved in national security affairs. And it just seems to me having a guy who is actually on the president's side working to manage the cut and thrust of the internal debates is, is going to be a very important change from what we've seen for the first, well, roughly 15 months of this administration. What say you? I, I completely agree with you, uh, and uh, I don't want to be super critical of McMaster, but I don't think he really lived in the world of foreign policy. Uh, he probably was a great soldier. I, I don't know him personally, have never worked with him, but I think he was a sort of a fish out of water on some of the key issues that the president really is responsible for, and John will be a, a welcome player, not only a player in the team, but to lead the president's uh, actions within the national security interagency process. I don't know how they work now, but of course, when you and I were there, uh, he chaired the what we refer to as the principles committee on all policy uh, preparation, as well as the active division, uh, you know, principal advisor, actually, on all of national security matters to the president. So, I mean, he's really an important figure, uh, at least in the bureaucratic order of the government. And and uh, we could spend a long time criticizing, uh, you know, the deep state, but uh, still here, year and a half, almost after uh, the president uh, uh, has been on the job and the need for his team <laughs> Uh, to be uh, to play not just at the very top levels, but also at the uh, second tier le levels across the government. 
and and the running of that important bureaucracy is a primary responsibility of it has been at least in the past of the national security advisor and so that's enormously important uh you know it's just now that the key positions in the department of defense are being formed we have two new undersecretaries in defense both of whom are good guys and on our agenda. I think uh, we agree probably 90% of the time, and that's going to be a great improvement over in DOD. And their activities will be a part of the preparation of those uh, important issues going forward. And uh, John Bolton will be orchestrating that. Yeah, well, I I did want to just pick up on that point, Hank, because I I think you know as well as I, uh, it is absolutely critical to the success of any presidency, to say nothing of, you know, the National Security Advisor and the National Security Council, that he have the right people there. And it's important to have the right leadership in each of these agencies and and, uh, at the NSC. But it's also critically important that the personnel, you know, that fill those uh, those key positions. You've talked about some, I think uh, you're right, very satisfactory appointments to senior positions in the Defense Department. But um, the National Security Council has been a disaster area, as far as I've been concerned. Uh, McMaster uh, kept in place an extraordinarily large number of Obama personnel who simply did not agree with the president's policy proclivities. And I I frankly think neither did McMaster. He may may not have been all that deep in it. Of course, his reputation was that he was a great thinker on all these issues. I'm not so sure about that. But his judgment on a lot of policy matters, and certainly on personnel, left a great deal to be desired. I, I pray that uh, one of the terms on which John Bolton is coming in will be that he will have a free hand in staffing up the National Security Council so that the president has not only at its uh, senior ranks but throughout people who are willing to work to advance and, and help secure his agenda. Hank, we have to pause for just a moment. When we come back, we're going to turn to that speech you mentioned a moment ago, 35 years ago today. One of the greatest speeches in the national security history of this country that made by President Ronald Reagan. Both Hank Cooper and I had the privilege of serving. We'll talk with him about that and more straight ahead. Visit us at facebook.com slash secure freedom with Frank Gaffney. <laughs> 